Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean, and with me, unfortunately, again, is Frank Jag. What's up, Frank? What's up, man? Alright, today we're going to talk about manly shit, you know, manly shit, like cigars, micro-wrestling, you know, burlesque shows. So, uh, what do you want to talk about first? You want to get into the cigars? Why I think cigars... Listen, cigars, there's a lot of pros to smoking cigars. You want to hear my pros? Let's hear your pros. Okay. It's a community. You know, there's a lot of websites that, you know, that talk about how it's negative. No one really talks about the positives. You go to you go to communities like Ybor City in Tampa and there's cigar groups. You go to like your favorite website Meetup and there if you look at Meetup, there's there's cigar, you know, there's cigar groups, people that come together and you know, true, it's an older, like an older setting, but you know, I'm 30, 31, you know, it's, I think I'm going to start trying to join one of these cigar, like cigar clubs, because Frank, I think it, you know, my life needs some spice, you know, I'm pretty, pretty boring, so what do you think about me doing that? Hey Amen, cigars got a time and place for everything, they're a good thing to relax, um, so you think I should explore that? I mean, if you really want to, I mean... I mean, I guess if, if you're bored, I mean, why not, you know, suffocate yourself with smoke? I need some sort of but hobby I mean, like, besides besides this podcast. I need something else in my life besides checking the numbers every day, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been talking about you getting a job. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, the thing about um, the thing about smoking cigars is I don't care about the health effects when I'm doing it. It's about chilling with the buddies, hanging out, having a good old time, drinking whiskey, you know, celebrating some, a, an event with your buddies, some boys you haven't seen in a while, and just li- just living life. Well, you don't care about the health effects. Some people, well, yeah, listen, I listen. know some people that chew, just chew on the cigars for flavor, some smoke on them. They don't inhale. Personally, yeah, I inhale well, when I smoke cigars because I'm looking for, to get the buzz off. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking right now. What we're seeing right now is people. You know, they're cigar cigar smoking. You know, everyone's worried about the health, and it's not just the person smoking, Frank. It's the it's the People they hang out with, they're also, you know, it's they also get a, a, uh, like affected, right? You and know? you know, for those people that you know get affected by that person that's smoking a cigar, you know, there's some serious things that have to be, um, they have to measures that have to be taken. For instance, the person smoking the cigar should probably get new friends. <laughs> they don't care yeah. about the cigar smoke. Yeah, it's, it's it's who you hang out with. You know, it's not for everybody, but I personally like doing it. You know, and and uh, you know. Th- you know, if you go to what's the place hotspot? You know, they have a they have a cigar. What was it? They have a cigar. What do they call cigar it? Cigar and coffee. Yeah, that's right. Cigar and coffee. That's personally, both of my, I, both of my like my two of my most favorite um, things to do. Personally, I prefer uh, whiskey with my cigars. What kind of whiskey? Do you like like rail whiskey? The rail, the well. I'll drink that. I prefer Jack Daniels. Yeah, well, not right. that smooth stuff. You know that new, new smooth stuff they got. I don't like that. I like it with a bite. I like it with a bite because I like to know that I'm tasting something. So, you know, do you like? Do you have your own? Um, like, do you, do you have your own? Um, what do they call it? Like cutter, or you know those? Do you do like cut it yourself? Oh yeah, you can cut it yourself. I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, I cut my cigars when I go to cigar bars. I don't really smoke them. By myself, you know, at my place. But, uh, you know, I mean, cigars are for a social event. 
Yeah, but so you don't you don't smoke uh, you don't smoke from home. I've done that before. You know, I got a funny story. I almost lit my apartment on fire with with trying to smoke a cigar in my apartment, Frank. How the hell do you wake up without? Well, no, I, I, I listen. I didn't have a I didn't have a lighter, you know. And you and, and you I used a, the stove. I used one of those old school stoves. Like you know? everybody else in the world. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, and, and I didn't realize that there was like I didn't realize how close there was like a piece of paper near the near the stove. Are you an idiot? And you know, I tried I tried going to the rim of the cigar and it almost lit the paper on fire. Swear to God. I swear to God. It's like top five dumbest shit I've ever done. You know? Anyways, that's why I try not to uh, smoke at smoke at home anymore. Because but, you might actually light the thing on fire because you're that absent minded. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but anyways, let's talk about some um you know, um Let's talk about some other sort of manly things. Like, well, you want to talk about, um, what about that, um, that Mike, we saw micro wrestling last week, Frank. That shit was crazy. It was better than I thought it was. I only went to bail you out. I didn't want you to go alone. Again, no head, no problem going alone. You mean, those are the events you don't care about going alone because it's midget violence. There's, there's few things better than midget violence. You know, you watch baby Jesus beating up Bam Bam. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, still don't understand some of it, like a uh, little miss giving some some random guy a lap dance. Was like humping? Was like humping a guy I mean, in the it was middle awesome. of the? I mean, you had you had Bam Bam go out. He came out in the middle of the match, started drinking some random guy's beer and spitting yeah. the other guy's face. I mean, there's something to say about about kicking another midget in the balls. Yeah, giving everyone the double the double bird. Oh you know? man, nothing was better than when <laughs> that that bat, that little Bam Bam. Was mooning the crowd and then yeah, he fucking mooned everybody. That he shit ends was up hilarious. getting pinned by Baby Jesus. I mean, that's just karma. You moon the crowd and then Baby Je- of all people, Baby Jesus, Baby Jesus pins you. I mean, that's that's something, right? Well, there. yeah. Next, uh, well, they're coming back in September. They're going to have a steel cage match. Steel cage match. There's nothing better than the only thing that's better than midget wrestling is midget wrestling with metal. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Frank. One of the wrestlers actually looked like you. If you were six inches shorter, yeah, he's in better shape. I swear, he looked just. Just like if you look up E Money on Google, I'm sure you'll see you, you'll see Frank. <laughs> you know the the dude was. Uh, uh, I'm not. I don't have a problem looking like him. He was the champion, so I like that. Yeah, he was the champion. He ended up uh, losing it. I think it was losing it to like Flying Ryan, and then Flying Ryan lost it to Baby Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> How do you beat baby Jesus? Really? I bet I mean, how do you beat baby Jesus? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That I, that's, he probably he probably loses it every. He probably they probably rotate that belt every time every probably um, every show. It makes it exciting, you know. And there was a there was like a wouldn't you agree, Frank? There was a lot of hot chicks at these at that event, man. Yeah, you know that's the thing with women now. They're more manly than men now. Yeah, men are well, men are more pussies. You know, they're like, oh, we got to do oh, that's wrong, it's wrong. And then you got these women that come out. And they watch these events, and it's, 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 you know, those are the kind of girls you want to date. Girls that like midget wrestling. That, yeah. you know, because they like it, because it's violent, it's funny, it's awesome. Well, yeah, it was, a, it, and there, was a a lot, there was a lot of, like, couples out there, too, which right. is, which was kind of cool to see, you know, that right. brought a, that's like a, a type of chick that, you know, that I, that eventually, if I ever settle down, <laughs> but that's the type of chick that's pretty cool, you know? Not the prissy chicks that play with dolls all day. You know, no offense to anybody that does that, <laughs> but you know. So I, I hope there's no grown women playing with Barbies. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, what kind of women are you looking at, buddy? I don't know. Not not your type. I I know you were into Little Miss Frank. 
Got a little miss was a, was a cute little midget. Yeah, you wanted her number. I didn't say that much. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> you said you got her number. I was joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so, believe you. All right. So what else you wanna what else you wanna talk about? You wanna talk about um, Frank? Did you see that? Uh, did you see um, Ronda Rousey finally debuted in? Uh, speaking of speaking of wrestling, did you see Ronda Rousey finally debuted in WWE? Yeah. Well, you know Ronda Rousey. I mean, talk about it. Talk about. A badass chick. She's got it. You know, she had to do that. She makes she was look fighting. like look like nothing. She, um, she, you know, she had to do that. She, her fighting career was over. She, she squandered that. I mean, when yeah, you lose well, a match and decide you're gonna might kill yourself, I mean, your career's pretty close well, to over. It was over, and now she's in WWE, which is acting and fighting to her best well, skills put together. Apparently, she was like she's on the she right was track. into like Rowdy Roddy Piper and. You know, she she took. I guess wasn't the, that her trainer? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like mentor, but yeah, kind of because he was old. You know, but apparently he actually used. He actually got permission from Rowdy Roddy Piper's brother to use uh, use his jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, and the bottom line is is guys want to see like guys want to see people beat each other up, you know, like hardcore. That's what UFC is. U- UFC, for the most part, it's not the guys who, you know, who fight all the time. It's more of an attraction, you know, like Brock Lesnar. Those are the guys that make the money from Dana White at UFC, you know. So he's he's probably like, yeah, so Ronda Rousey goes, you know. He, he's trying to, he gets new people like, you know, like CM Punk, you know, and um, and Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar's probably going to go back. It's all about a payday, Frank. You know, how much money do you think Vince McMahon's paying Ronda Rousey? I mean, she's got the fighting background, so you know she's a cash cow. That's the most manly, that's like the most manly thing, like almost manly thing in America. What? Is, is MMA. These MMA, fuckers kill each other with blood, and it's... It's pretty exciting. You know the thing Bellator, about that? Bellator as well. But even then, you know, if you ever watch the women versus the men, the women are better fighters. Yeah, for real. The women are better fighters. For real. Like the, these women are like crazy. I mean, who's the who is the lady that beat who is the lady that beat Ronda Rousey? Was it Nunez? Nope. Or who was it? Holly Holmes. Yeah, that's. I thought it was Nunez too. Uh, but yeah, Holly Holmes. You got Nunez. You got uh, forgot the other chicks. But there's probably there's probably like five or five or six chicks, Frank, that you could put in the main event of a UFC card, and guys would be like, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you know, the the girls are better fighters. I mean. Guys like violence. Guys like exciting violence. That's why the NFL is losing so much, so much viewership. But amongst other bad, bad, right. uh, bad decisions. Right. But it's, it's the violence. The violence has toned it down so much because of the concussions prop scandal. I mean, it's just that's why it's losing it. Because you know people love violence. I mean, now people say, "Oh, we don't like violence. We don't want people to get hurt." And you know, men are becoming pussified. But uh huh. Um, you know, that's, that's what it is. I mean, that's what it is to be a man. Love violence. and You know, they have all these things, you know, about... In, in college, they have all these things about, you know, women's studies, men's studies, every ethnicity in the world studies. Right. What they need to have is man studies. They need yeah. to have a class about drinking beer, watching sports, strippers, and, and going to skimpy restaurants. Yeah. You know, about that culture. It's a culture they're trying to kill, and they really need to... They really need to need, to yeah. glorify it, just like every, just like just like any other culture, because it is it is part of the world. That's why they need more guys like Conor McGregor. 
<laughs> guys that don't give a shit. The cockiness. He sells it. The cockiness. Yeah. You know, the cockiness sells too. I mean, look at Lonzo. Look at Lonzo Ball. Oh, now we're talking about a cocky motherfucker. His dad. His dad. His dad and shit too, you know. I mean, they, I mean, look, LeVar Ball has nothing to stand on, but he's just cocky as all hell. Yeah. So it sells. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, uh, what else you want to, what else you want to talk about, Frank? Is there anything else you want to, you want to talk about? I want to talk about how people, how, how, pe- how people go, you know, to strip clubs and, and they go to, for less know, shows. Places, like, what about for less shows? shows? Yeah. You know, well, first off, strip clubs in, in, in like places like Twin Peaks and Hooters, uh-huh. those aren't even about the girls. It's not even about the girls. It's about the beer, the chicken wings, the sports, and the girls add to it. A lot of it's just about the man cave experience. A lot of men you see in their houses have man caves where they're, you know, it's all all just manly stuff like sports and everything and, you know, pictures and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... That's what it's about. Sometimes you go to strip club, you don't even look at the girls. You're just with your boys, chilling. Right. It's about the man cave. That's what it, the man cave experience. That's what it's about. It's about the, the male bonding. All right. So, Frank, I did some research earlier, and I found I found a list of... There's six reasons why burlesque shows are uh, are sexier than, than strip clubs. You want to you wanna hear You want to hear the reasons? Sure. Why not? All right. The dancers, they want to be there. You know, all these... All these strippers, you know, half of them don't even really want to be there. Burlesque, show, burlesque shows, it's more, I guess it's more of like a lost art. You know, these women, they, they, um, they have to pick out the costume. They get more, they, they get more in the, uh, in the creative, in the creative process, you know, and then all these burlesque shows, some of them, some of the, like, the people, the people that run these things, you know, they let them become more of the creative process. You know, and I think that's, I think that's what, that, what draws people to those shows is, it's, it's not, you know, not, I'm not saying strip clubs, they don't have some creativity, because some of them, some of them, you know, do unique dances when they get to the top of the pole, you know, on the catwalk and, and stuff, but these burlesque shows, they give them more, they give them more room to be themselves, would you agree? Well, you know, I did, um, I went... I, I've been to a few burlesque shows. Yeah. Um, Would you agree with that statement? With number their, one? Well, hold on here. I, I agree with the fact that, you know, they keep their clothes not fully off. You know, they have pasties and stuff. I believe uh-huh. I believe that is more sexy. Now, the thing... I went to Blackheart Burlesque, the Suicide Girls, right? Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, clothes off or not, they could have kept their clothes on for all I cared. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, the best part about it, that choreography, the dances, they wanted the best... They're able to be themselves... Because those dances spoke. Right. They did Zelda. They did, you know, they did, they did a Star Wars. They did, I think they did something about marijuana. They they just did their own personalities in the choreography. And one did the Little Mermaid. I mean, they just did, the choreography was just so elaborate and so right. well thought out. It was amazing. And and that's that's the difference because it is more well, of a show than strip clubs. Strip clubs is about seeing the naked girl. But yeah, burlesque but- isn't Burlesque is an experience. It's like seeing an actual performance, right? And that transition that that transitions me to reason number two. Um, I, it it just it just it's just more of a more of like a group experience. You know, they put in all the grunt work after the show. They help clean up. You know, everyone like all the dancers. They pitch in their ideas of how to go from one act to another, like the order and stuff. You know, they they help out with all the logistics. All right, Frank, let me read the uh, rest of the list for you real quick, all right? 
right. All right. Let's see. It says here, uh, it's fresh. You know, like, I, it's kind of similar to what I was saying, like, for the, for the top two. But it's fresh. You know, there's, 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 um, there's new and different ways to turn you on. I mean, it's not just, <laughs> it's not just the normal, you know, dance that you pay, that you overpay for, you know, um, they get, they get, they get inappropriate food, you get, sometimes they'll give you the, um, like, creative food, you know, they'll give you, um, like, they'll put some robots, and just, yeah, just robotics, they're creative with how they entertain you, it's not the simple, mundane, um, robots. performance, yeah, yeah, robots, you know, so the fact of the matter is, is, it's more innovative, okay, and then the next reason is, it's real tits, like, most of them, like, almost, probably the majority of them, if you ask a burlesque dancer, they're real, not the, not the fake, not the, not, not, I'm not saying I don't like fake tits, Frank, but what I'm saying is, for less shows, <laughs> for less shows, there's real boobs, because it's not, it's not as much of an emphasis, you know, it's more of the, like I said, like I've been saying, it's it's more of a creative process. Uh, the fifth the fifth reason is you can bring a date. You know, it's you never it's more to a strip club. No, yeah, but it's that's not a that's not a main that's not a main like theme. You know, you can bring a date to a burlesque show and show your manly side, and that's not something that a girl would it, it would be kind of, kind of a turn on. Like that's not one of the things like she like she wouldn't expect it for the most part. Like this, it, like you wouldn't ask like if you had a prissy girlfriend, but if you had someone that like spont spontan was it spontaneity, something like yeah, yeah yeah spontaneity that's it being spontaneous, you know, they would like that sort of thing. So you can bring a date, you know, and not bringing a date to a burlesque show. Yeah, it's a it's a and nope, also nope. you can find a date. You know, that's the last reason. You can find a date. There's a there's yeah, an eclectic yeah. group of people, and you know, it's also it, it for you to even go there. You know, it shows like creativity, and who knows, you you well, might you should try that, Frank. Maybe I should try that instead of using astrology. Maybe I maybe I like should go to a local burlesque show and try to find a chick. <laughs> you I know? feel like most of your methods are flawed. Everything is everything else has failed. Eharmony has failed so far. I, you know? I really think your methods are flawed. <laughs> so those are the those are the reasons. Those are the reasons uh, why I think that you know burlesque shows are like not better but sexier than strip clubs. So you want to hear my burlesque show story? Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's hear. It. So one time I made a burlesque show, and my friend and they were asking for volunteers. Right. So my friend says, "Frank, you got to volunteer." I didn't think I had to, but I, I, whatever, I volunteered. Sure. So I volunteered. Next thing I know, I got a wig and a dress on on stage. Really? In a dance competition with other guys in dresses. Wow. And I want to hear this. So I, Please so continue. I'm dancing to a few songs. I'm doing. Uh -huh. front, I'm hitting front handsprings. It's awesome. Yeah? I came in second. What? That's yep. bullshit. I was pretty pissed. Did you did you get a recount? You should have you should have been no, like the election, like I ask lost, for a recount. I lost by three, man. I lost by three. So were there were there judges for this thing? No, how they was, when they was, do a crowd, they do a crowd. Whoever got the most tips. Oh, 
Oh, oh, $3. Oh, shit. $3. I felt cheap. But what? Hey, I thought it looked good doing for a hands Did you go with stage. a bunch of people or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Perlusha is not something you go to by yourself. Then, then you're just a pervert. Yeah. Um. So, Frank, you know what? You know what's like one of the most manliest, um, I guess, I wouldn't say it's a sport, most manliest hobbies you, uh, you can do? Play chess. You ever played chess before? Yeah, I wouldn't call it manly. Yes, it is manly. You know, you can. Guys have been playing. Guys have pl- been playing this for thousands of years, Frank. You know, this goes back to the 1700s, and you know, guys, guys will sit down with you know, sipping on some bourbon, and just you know, it's a, it's the ultimate mental warfare. Yeah, you know, the there's been movies about, on it, and... The fun thing about chess is that it is a mental warfare. That yeah, it, it, it is. It takes a lot of strategy. You know, and it, it is a very, it's a very exciting game. Um, yeah, Benjamin Franklin wrote a, you know, Benjamin Franklin wrote an essay, you know, talking about how chess, and he, he actually argued that it was valuable qualities of the mind, and it was actually useful in human life. It is. If Benjamin Franklin says that, then... You know, case closed. Well, the reason that chess is good in, in human life is because it teaches you... Because every piece on a chessboard... Yeah. ...approaches every single thing in a different angle, a different move. Well, don't you sacrifice the rook sometimes? Or what's the one that you sacrifice? Your pawns. Pawns, that's it, you know? But anyway, you know, like your your knights, you know, your rooks, you know, your bishops, you know, your queen, you know, your king. <laughs> yeah. They, they move all a different... Weight lanes, different directions, right? And that's why chess is good for the mind because it teaches you there's always more than one way to skin a cow, and there's always right. one, more than one angle to come at something. And that's the, that's the draw to chess. That's the draw to, that anyone has to chess is that it it really just teaches you how to think of things from different perspectives because you have so many different ways to go about something. Right, and you know it t- it's a it's basically a good way to pass time with a buddy and, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is it's, it's just the way, it's just the way chess is, chess is like the, the way it's, it was even created, you know, it's, it's like checkers on steroids kind of, you know, it's, anyone could play checkers, but it takes a special, it's not true. what, Checkers, checkers is. Oh, you want to play? You want to play in checkers? I kick your ass. I don't. In checkers, so. yes. I don't think. I I would kick your ass. You know what? We should put and make a video. We should sit like a webcam in the corner, and have you know someone, someone monitor the game in case you cheat. And I would I would kick your ass in in checkers. No, you won't. Yes. No. Nope. You want to do it? Checkers is strategy. I'll put money that I beat you. Nope. I'll put money I'm on. I'm not going to bet you on checkers. No. Would you want to play? I'll play you in checkers, and I'll beat you. Talk about most manly thing ever. I kick your ass in checkers. Chess, you probably, you chess, you probably win because I, I, I personally haven't played that much. But you know, I kick your ass in checkers. It's not a game of pieces. It's a game of strategy. Both games are a game of strategy. Obviously, there's more strategy in chess. That's what my point was. That you both know? the games of strategy. Right. No, I agree. I. So when was um, when was the last time you played? You played. Uh, Chess. It's been a while. Good question. It's probably been about four years. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? Um, what else you want to talk about? Um, what else you want to talk about, Frank? Well, 
you know, I just want to, I just want to, um, I just want to talk about, see if something you want to talk about. I just, you know, I, th- I feel like collecting is a lost art too in society. I, get, I don't believe so. A lot of people collect. Yeah, but I think I think it's uh, I think it's an underestimated hobby. No, do you know what a big a big um a big big? No, I used to collect. Hobby? I used to collect coins and dimes that go back to the eighteen hundreds. And a lot of people uh, collect different types of currencies. That's a big a big time collection. That's a manly thing, no? Currency. A lot of things. A lot of signs. People love their beer signs. Their oil signs. They get the old, old rusty signs. You got to get them with the trademarks on them. Right. And you can get them, you know, at a lot of show. Well, not show. Shows you're going to pay top dollar. No, there's coin shows. There's there was coin shows. Yes. You never go somewhere where you're going to pay top dollar. You ever seen Pawn Stars? Yeah, it's like buying like <laughs> a house on the MLS. You don't do, you don't want to do that because you're going to pay top dollar. Yeah. You never want to go to a place where it's magnified. You pay top dollar. You want to go in the back where someone's got it, some crazy okay, shit. Okay, so you don't want to go to Rick Harrison at Pawn Stars then? Is that what no, you're No, because you're going to pay top dollar. You want to go somewhere <laughs> more discreet. and, and you Not wanna, a Pawn Shop, no. You want to go somewhere where you can get pawn something. Pawn Shop has cheap. a markup, you know. Right, right. And they, take the, a, they take a cut. The thing about collecting, depending on what you're collecting, is it can be very expensive. So you have to save as much money as you can. And you okay. save as much money as you can is by backdoor people so. Yeah, because I think it's a manly thing because like females are known like as multitaskers, right? Guys are single minded. No, that's legit. You don't agree with that? No. Women, yes. collect, women collect things all the They're time. They're multitaskers. They collect dollars, guys they have a single single mind. Just like sex, guys are all about that. Guys are all about, you know, making money. Guys are all about cars. Collecting's no different. I'm, I'm it's gonna, a manly I'm, thing. I'm gonna tell you something. I know you only think about sex. No, listen. Some people actually think about other things too. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't agree with the you don't agree with the fact that uh, that females are multitaskers I more think, than us. I don't. Okay, so you're a multitasker then, right? I can multitask. Well, you have you have um, estrogen, so yeah, <laughs> you have plenty of estrogen. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> watch me flex. I got a lot of testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You. Uh, what about arm wrestling? I'd beat you in that too. <laughs> you had? No, this is two. But I'm just Red Strike. Hooray beer. But anyways, um, let's see. You what else? I think you can beat me in arm wrestling. Yeah, I would. Now, what about, you know, guys, they, they can collect a lot of things besides currency. You know, stamps, baseball cards. I used to collect baseball cards. Baseball cards? You know, yeah. Those are, those are, that's a valuable thing. A lot of people use That's to- a manly thing. You can't say that's not. That, that is a manly thing, but I mean, um, baseball cards, you know, that, that <coughs> I believe, is starting to become a lost art. I don't think people are so much into the cards anymore. Well, no, because, because you know, the social media, and it takes a lot of effort. Like, for you to for you to sell big money, like, you know, Tom, I've looked on, I've looked online, Tom Brady's stuff can go for, like, um, like, like, tens of thousands of dollars for a rookie Tom Brady. But the pro- the problem about cards now is it takes so much effort to get it graded. You know, you gotta you have to have a really nice card to even make it worth getting graded. You know, you have to send it into Beckett and all these websites to get it graded. So it takes a lot of effort. So I would only suggest, you know, getting a card graded and selling it, Frank, if it was a quality card like Babe Ruth, you know, Joe Montana. People like that. So the thing about you don't agree. I I do. That's a lot of effort. But I think the biggest thing that that hurts people from from collecting things is 
Before, if you were a collector, you were an expert in the market and you knew exactly what things were worth. Right, there's websites and, to help you though. And and you were you you knew something more than other people, so you could get catch better deals. Are we talking now, about back in the day? N- yeah. Now with the internet, information's available so everyone can know what something's valued and it makes it harder to catch a deal because everyone thinks they have a gold mine. Alright, uh, yeah. So um, I wanna talk about um, something that I actually have experience in and you know, I was I totally kind of forgot about, you know, but I, I like to, you know, since we're talking about manly things uh, tonight, Frank, I want to talk about um, one of, actually, in my opinion, this is probably the most manliest thing you can do, and for all those feminists out there, you can you can do it too, but camping and backpacking, that is an experience, I, I have so much experience with that, you know, when I was five, my, my dad... <coughs> My dad took, I, I was, when I was like, not even five, I was like maybe two, and they threw me in a c- canoe, and I went like a week, I went a week without, um, like camping, Frank, and every, every couple years, I go, I go on, that's the only time I see my brothers with camping and stuff, you know, we go out for like a week in Canada or whatever, and, you know, Minnesota, Montana, and I think that that's like the most manliest thing you can do. You know, you can bring some whiskey. You can you can bring some moonshine if it's legal. You know, if you get it, le- there's legalized moonshine. You know, not the not the illegal stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that you can get from like ABC. So, what do you think? Of, have you been camping before? I'm still trying to figure out why you're gonna go walking through the woods and you're worried about if you have legal or illegal moonshine. No, listen. <laughs> it's some. It, you know, I gotta be. I gotta talk about PC society. I can't just say, "Oh yeah, go to, go get it, go get it illegally." You know, get it mailed to you. I'm not saying people don't do that, but I'm talking about talking about the moonshine that you can get now from the store. That's legal. I frown upon anything illegal here at Sensibly Cynical. You know. We're, we have a huge audience, Frank. I can't just say that, you know? So anyway, Not the camping, though. So camping camping is fun. Camping is fun because you're out in the woods. You're setting things on fire. There's nothing more awesome, fun dude. than I love camping, fires. bro, because there's no, there's, no compu- there's no computers. There's no phone. If you do it right, there's what they call... There's what they call... Um, you ever heard of the term... Gla- uh, what's it? Glamping? Glamping? Have you ever heard of Glamping. When you get a... Glamorized camping. So it's like... Yeah, so it's like a camper. They call it glamping. They call it a bunch of other stuff. But basically what it is is you go to a a campsite and you get like... You basically get like an RV or camper with like cable or, you know, over the the air TVs. That's the pussy shit I hate. I like the shit that I do every once in a while. Go, you know, go to... I've been to Alaska. I've been to... Minnesota, I gotta say it right. I've been to uh, Montana, and it basically I've been dropped. And I'm I'm being serious. I'm not making this up for the podcast. I'm being serious. I've been dropped off by plane in Alaska. I can give you pictures if you don't believe me, Frank. I you know that's the shit that I love. I totally mm-hmm. forgot about this subject <laughs> until I started. We started talking about this stuff. This is the stuff that I could do a podcast by itself about. So, what experience do you have with with camping and backpacking? Camping in the woods, man. Have you done backpacking before? I haven't done backpacking. Dude, no. you need to. You could probably... You, you're pretty slow. You could probably carry 50 pounds. Probably more than that. <laughs> probably more than that, you know? You could probably you could probably get 50... They make like they make backpacks where you can get like 70... My brother takes like 70 pounds in his prime, you know, doing CrossFit and shit. But that's, that's the most manliest thing because 
you know, you most people do it for like for a couple days. You know, you get some s'mores, some chocolates, and marshmallows. You know, it's a good time. So what? What? Where have you gone? Is this local? Local in New York or what? Yeah, local New York. Upstate. Mm-hmm. So what would you guys do? Tell the story. What do you guys do? Just basic. Just basic camping. You get a, shit, you get a tent shit. at least, bro. Burn shit. Eat what? You get a tent. Of course you get a tent. Okay, sleep bag. You did that. Yeah. I didn't know what kind of camping you do. Yeah, you know, you New Yorkers. Tent. You New Yorkers aren't. <laughs> New Yorkers aren't very known for camping, so I don't know. I don't know what you have and haven't done. I lived at the foothills of the Adirondacks. True, true. That's a good point. You live in the middle of nowhere in in New York, right? Mm-hmm. There's some sort of so. Could you start fi- could you start fire without a without a um without like a torch? Without a torch. Not without or no, not like a like a flame. Like you know how you you press the button and it and it and it lights. You know one of those like a lighter. Yeah, no, not lighter. One of those um torch. Yeah, that's it. Could you yeah. start a fire with sticks? I bet I could. Probably. I mean, I don't... That's, it takes a lot of effort, you know? So... it's worth it. I just recommend everyone doing camping. Like, if you haven't camped... Like, anyone on this podcast, if you have not camped, I suggest doing it. Even if it, even if it's, like, baby steps. Even if it's, you know, with you and your girlfriend or you and, you know, your parents. You Hell, even take an RV if you really want to. But I, I you know, I'm not... A, I'm not... For people that take RV camping, I, I'm not trying to diss that. I just think I'm trying to get people to understand how awesome camping is, you know, and how the experience, Frank, you know, because this is this is like that's like my cup of tea is. So, Sean, what do you got for the next topic? Uh, let's talk about you know car playing. You know, that's 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 something that you know a lot of parties and stuff, and people people get drunk at bars and they say, hey, come on. You want to play a game of poker or, you know, people, I know you were trying to get a game earlier about, you know, people pitching in money and per, is that what you want to do? Like per hand or what, what kind of card playing do, do you do? Or a lot of times you do poker? 20, 20, 40 bucks in, uh, a night and then you, um, for, for the hand, you get your chips and you can always buy in again and then you can always cash out. What do you like, Texas uh, Hold'em? And yeah, yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah, you play te- Texas Hold'em and, um, the thing about poker though is. You know, a lot of times, it doesn't matter what your cards are. Yeah. It's not about playing cards. You are playing people. Well, yeah, I want to You are always on. playing people in, in poker. And uh, people use mm-hmm. poker. Poker is a male bonding experience, just like, you know, anything else. Yeah, yeah. It's about a bunch of guys drinking, eating junk food, and... And, and, and carrying think, on, and, shooting and, shit. And thinking, and, and shooting the shit, smoking cigars. Talking about but, how life sucks for a week, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> But the thing about poking most likely is... Poking or poker? Poker. There you go. The thing about poker is... For instance, if you're playing Sean... What? Sean looks like a, ner- a little bit of a nervous person. So you know... <laughs> you know you can get his money. Man, what are you talking about? You I just gotta be confident. Place? You don't even know me, bro, when it comes you to poker. We haven't, we haven't even played yet. We haven't played yet. You no? gotta be confident and, get, <laughs> and you'll get his money. You know what I'm it's all about playing people, not really cards. You're not even playing cards. You could actually take the cards and throw them if you really wanted to and, and hold up uh, pieces of paper. It's about playing people, not cards. I want to expand this conversation past poker. You know, there's there's hearts, you know, there's blackjack. You know, we live we live in Pensacola, so we don't live too far from, you know, ga- gambling establishment. What is it, in Biloxi you can gamble? You can gamble right down the street here at the, at the dog track. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think that's like... So man, I I want to go to 
I want to go to a gambling establishment, Frank, and, you know, we should do that, you know? Well, the thing about card games... It's camaraderie. It's camaraderie. Right. And then you, know, you, get, you put it all in black. And, <laughs> you know? That's not cards, but... No, I'm, no I, I just transitioned the conversation <laughs> from cards, Frank. To his new addiction, gambling. No, no, I'm so just anyway, I think that's manly. You know, a good game, you know, to play is, uh, is also blackjack. You know, I mean... Yeah, I just brought that up. You should yeah. put all your money on black. That's roulette. Anyway. No, um, no so, before that I said blackjack. So when Anyways. you play blackjack, I mean, there's simple rules, you know. Um, you try to get, you try to beat the dealer. But you got to realize the game. you got to realize the dealer. It's you versus the dealer. The dealer is on over, over 17 isn't going to, over 17 or higher isn't, is going to, isn't going to hit. I know under some people that don't get at like 15, that takes a lot of balls. Under 17, he has to hit. So if the dealer got 16, he's got to hit, he's probably going to bust. So you got to play that game. So if you have like 13 and you see the dealer showing a 6, he's probably, <laughs> you got to assume that's a ten, always assume there's a 10 under there. He's got a 16. You keep stay at 13, he busts, you win. Yeah. So that's a, it's a game of strategy. You know, a lot of right. these games, again, isn't about the cards, it's more about the strategy. You know, like I was saying is, you know, it's a relaxed environment too. Right. You know, most of the time, unless you get the guys that, that take it really seriously, if you, you know, up to Annie Frank, you know, how much money have you got into the pot, <laughs> you know, it, it depends, like, it de- the more money, the more serious, I mean, it sounds easy and it sounds kind of obvious, but it's true, I mean, but the fact of the matter is, uh, in my opinion, the less, if it, you know, it doesn't have to be all serious in tons of money to have a manly, like, experience around the table. So the thing about... You know, have a couple beverages and, you know, get, a, get an escape from the women and whatever, whatever well, struggles, time, if you're depressed. A lot of times it is a... The, you use the cards as an excuse. It's an escape. It's, it's, it's the game that you do is a reason, but the real, the real thing you're trying to accomplish is the male bonding. Right. Now... The thing about gambling, though, is logic versus emotion. Right. If you're able to keep your emotions out of it and think logically, you have a very good chance of winning. When you start to get emotionally riled up by something in gambling, you will most likely lose every time. Right. Even if you're winning, you'll somehow lose. No, yeah, I agree. Emotions. You got no. You got gambling is no place for emotions. You got no when to. You got no when to stop. You know. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, the, the fact is that, you know, you, you don't even need, you don't even, see, you don't even need to be, you don't even need to be with anybody. You can go by yourself if you want. I mean, I don't recommend it because I don't rec, and I don't say I don't recommend it, but, you know, you can just go by yourself. It's a good way, it's a good way to think, you know, it's just, you can process your thoughts and, you know. You don't lose your paycheck, and then eventually well, you go no. to meetings, and you meet a lot of nice people. Uh huh. But so you, you you frown upon people doing it by themselves, doing that by themselves. I don't frown upon people doing that by themselves. I'm just saying, sometimes if you do it by yourself, if you lack that self control, sometimes you lead yourself right. down a slippery slope to a problem. Right. Same thing with substance abuse or anything else. When you start to do it done yourself, you can have self-control where it is not a problem. Mm-hmm. But sometimes for certain people, it turns – If when you start doing it alone is when it starts to become a slippery slope to a problem. Right. 
You know, Frank, have you ever have you ever Frank, have you ever played paintball? I have. Dude, that 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 game is awesome. You know, you take sport. some and you know, it's not even it's not even about your bros, you know, you can take girls out there and sometimes they're better than the guys. It's you know, a you great put day. in you put in maybe you can put in maybe twenty bucks, you know, that you can rent a gun and a great dating experience. Let's you know? go shoot each other with guns. No, no, no. We're not no, just saying. No. I mean, it, no, it's different. I types. didn't specify dating. I, spe- you know, I said a girl. You know, you can have. Pl- you know, platonic is Frank. You don't. You don't. You don't need to take her on a date, and you can just take some random chick that's into your crew. You know. So there's two types of paintball. There's woods ball and there's speedball. Explain, Frank. So woods ball would be things like when you go out into the woods and you have each each team has a side and you play attack and defend. Um, you can play, you you do the same um, you can do the same in speed ball, but with woods ball, it's more of a war scenario. You're behind, you know, you got the trees, you got a lot of different angles, and it's a lot of people can get lost, and there's right. a lot of natural barriers. Speed ball is when you're in you know, the fenced in area, you have a bunch of blow up sure. blow up, blow up things, and you go use those, you know, and it, you really. In woods ball, you can escape that because you can disappear, kind of, where people won't see you. There, you're pretty much locked in, and you're in front of people, and you can't really get around them without them seeing you. So you're a lot locked in, you're a lot easier to hit, it's a lot quicker game, because it's a lot harder to hide. Um, Um, But you can play attack and defend there, you can play, you can play capture the flag. Like, it hurts, so you gotta, you know, make sure... It doesn't really hurt that bad. Uh, You can get welts, but that's a game, if if, if you're a pussy, like, you know... Uh, you can. I I used to play woods ball. Wear a tank top. Oh really? Oh okay. Um, but yeah, let's let's get to the uh, sensible and cynical thought for the episode. Um, Frank, you're up. So I want to be I want to be sensible, um, which is going to sound a little cynical because mm-hmm. um, I don't think it might be a little cynical to say that there's not a lot of there's not enough male bonding in this world. Um, but I'm being sensible in saying that, you know, male bonding um, does lead to, I think, a happier life. And it, it leads to people in, enjoying life more. And it, it leads to those times where, you know, because sometimes you're in the place where, you know, people get too caught up in the relationships. Mm-hmm. And that ends being too around someone too much sometimes breaks that relationship. So sometimes it's good for male bonding to break right. away from that relationship and, and, and hang out with your bros. Hey, man, you took mine. That's what I was going to do. So, basically, what I'll do is I'll do do cynical, kind of in the same vein. I just think that sometimes people rely on, just go back to the camping and stuff. I think people realize, and I'm I'm even guilty of it. You know, like Frank can vouch, I'm probably on my phone, you know, like half the day. You know, and I'm not even lying. So I, you know, I check it when I wake up. Thank you for being honest. And no, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, you know, honest about everything. And I feel like people are on their phones too much, and people need to go out and camp. Um, to go back to camping, you know, you don't even need to go out for, you don't, even, you don't even. I've gone out for like an extended period of time. I've gone out for like a week and stuff, you know. And I've taken, I, me and my brothers, we just take a bunch, a shitload of food and stuff. I'm not even talking about that. You know, you can go out a day. I know, I, and, you know, you you go, you go, and you just need, like, a couple of people. You take a, even do old school, like, you know, you can go into a map, you know, longitude, latitude. Like, you don't, you don't need, you don't need a, a fucking phone <laughs> to do that stuff. So I feel like activities that you kind of detach yourself away from uh, kind of society um, aren't, 
aren't as let's see aren't as popular as maybe they were in the 90s and stuff before the technology you know even even when you had even when you had you know landlines and stuff you know people would still people would still go out and do stuff more and now since this technology um, is so prevalent I feel like that's a lost art is just camping people still do it it's kind of an older thing um, and it's more of a rural thing obviously countries <coughs> country country folks. You know, I'm not saying that's all, that's who all does it, you know, it's, it's prevalent in the, in the north, you know, northwest. Got, they're nuts up there, Frank. Like these Alaskans and Minnesotans and, uh, I don't know what Montana, how do you say there? <laughs> they're, Montanians? Yeah, there you go. Those guys are nuts. Like they'll go, uh, men and women, they'll go for like weeks upon time, Frank. And like they'll lay, they'll, most of their clothing are obviously just these, a lot of them use, a lot of them have like huge jackets, but a lot of them will wear like a version of spandex, like stuff that just like sticks, what they call heat wear, it just sticks to their skin, and that way it, that way it, it, it you know, it keeps the heat in, your body heat, and you know, they do some crazy shit, like they'll, like, and some of them will drink water without even purifying it, like fresh waters. Like, there's a lot of fresh water, uh, you know, in Minnesota, of course, and it's beautiful up there, and even in, even in, um, like, parts of, parts of Canada and stuff, you know, so, um, but yeah, I just think that people need to detach themselves more, me included, that's what I'm calling, I'm kind of calling myself out (laughs) on this podcast, but, um, anything else you want to talk about, Frank, before we wrap up? Okay, uh, thank you for listening to uh, Sensibly Cynical. Take care. Have a good night.